the Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Good evening, my name is Vinnie White. You're listening live and direct to the Vinnie White Show. It's a news-flavoured hot chocolate with a dollop of whipped opinion and comedy sprinkles. Pat's the producer, young hipster, baseball cap back to front, which thereby negates the need for said cap, unless, of course, your hair is a mess. Is that what's going on? Balding. Ah, I see. I have a female friend on Tinder, just to clear that sentence up, because that could get me in trouble with my girlfriend. I have a female friend that's on Tinder, not I have a female friend through Tinder. (laughs) Obviously, I'm having multiple affairs, but (laughs) she better not find out. Um, No, I've got a female friend that uses Tinder, and she says, as a rule, if the dude's got a baseball cap on, she'll swipe on because it means he's bald. Yeah. Well, I'm losing my hair. It's very thinning and patching. It's like a very bad dust broom. But you don't seem too upset that your secret is out. I've been shaving my head for so long, I'm just trying to grow it out to see if there's at any length it, it's worth having. Otherwise, I'll go back to shaving Oh, so head. under that is a series of experimentation. Yeah. That only yourself and perhaps a few other loved ones know and understand. So there you are. There's a visual description of Pat. A fine specimen, may I say. And what he lacks upstairs... On top, he is certainly made for under his nose, where a rather beautiful moustache is lurking. Wonderful, beautiful, exceptional human being that he is. And if you don't work hard today, all those compliments withdrawn. Uh, You can text the show on 71010 and you can phone the show 416-872-1010 if we get time. It's just a terribly uninclusive thing to say, isn't it? If we get time for you. No, we're quite busy. We've got Amanda Capido, the news junkie, coming in later to discuss all things newsy poos. And uh, we'll just have a little cruise around the world looking at what's going on. Um, quite a lot of it bad, but let's ignore it. I think that's a, a responsible way to handle news, isn't it? On a on the best uh, and biggest news station in Canada. Just look at the good stuff. Know what I mean? Well, there's a lot of bad stuff. You don't want to dwell on it. Um, so, today uh, is Pride. All day, and uh, it was a weird one, wasn't it? Member of the members of the Black Lives Matter Toronto group briefly halted the Pride Parade today, holding up the march for about thirty minutes. The organisation was given the status of honoured group for the parade. If you're given honoured group, <laughs> you'd <laughs> you'd think you'd mind your p's and q's and act accordingly. But oh no, um, it's the grand finale of the Pride Month. Of course, it it it, uh, it did not give Pride Toronto advance notice of its planned sit-in, Black Lives Matter. And uh, Alexandra Williams, a co-founder of Black Lives Matter, has been very vocal. I mean, in some respects, you have to hand it to her. She's got the publicity she wanted. Um, She said to the CBC today that that, uh, they held the sit-in because they wanted to hold Pride Toronto accountable for what she called anti-blackness. Now, anti-blackness, I suppose that's a more specific term for racism, isn't it? In, in Anyway, I find it all very bizarre, frankly. The the Pride didn't restart until the Pride Toronto executive director signed a document agreeing to the group's demands. Nothing like uh, a marginalised group of people who have had a historical difficult past. Storming someone else's marginalised group of people who have had a historical difficult past. But there you go. Uh, some of the demands, just so you understand it, is uh, that the... The Black Lives Matter campaign say that the Pride group shouldn't allow there to be 
police floats, right? The Toronto police shouldn't be allowed to do it because Black Lives Matter don't like the police much and think that they could be doing a better job. And, and for that reason, is it that reason? Oh, I don't know. We'll get in more depth of it later. Uh, also, they said that they want to uh, get this agreement signed from Pride Toronto that Black Lives Matter will meet with them in a public town hall to hold them uh, to hold Pride Toronto responsible for anything it's done that's anti-black, I assume. So we'll have to see how that unfolds because they did sign the thing, which uh, which I don't know if it was in their best interest, but I suppose you know they just wanted a good party and that was the only way to get things cooking. So we'll have to keep an eye on this story. But uh, yeah, I think it's a bit of a shame. To, to, I think it's a shame that Black Lives Matter don't want the police involved in gay pride because gay pride is, by its very nature, ridiculously inclusive. That's the whole point. And last time I checked, there were some gay policemen. So they've got... And, you know, surely police have got such a a, a right to be within the gay pride parade as Home Sense and Fido, who were also involved in it, you know. But there you go. Black Lives Matter interrupts a celebration of LGBT. What a weird tree to be barking up, in my opinion. But then I'm not black, I'm not gay, and I'm barely Canadian, so I'm not sure I've got much point in it, really. I've got about as much right to speak on this as uh, Donald Trump has to speak about Brexit. About as much right to speak on this as Donald Trump has got to talk about having a great hairstyle. You know what I mean? There we are. I'll keep an eye on this story. I'll ask Amanda about it. She might have a different view on it later. So we'll, we'll come back to that. Meanwhile, Iceland underdogs are out. I was a bit upset about this because I've got this weird sort of love of Iceland and just underdogs generally. Do you know that, that during the Cup, which is going on at the moment, the last game that Iceland played in France, 10% of the Icelandic population were in Paris. 10%. 33,000. And the population of Iceland is about 330,000. So, yeah, 10% of the country just left. I'm, I'm surprised it didn't tip up a little bit, actually, with the displacement. Uh, but there you are. Unfortunately, Iceland are out as of today. So now we're down to Portugal, Wales. Got to go for Wales, haven't you? Really? Because they're underdogs and, you know, they've got funny accents. Oh, it'd be bloody marvellous winning that, wouldn't it? It'd be bloody marvellous. I love, I love a bit of football. You lads call it soccer, do ya? Do ya? All that do you is a bit wrong. Oh, I can do it. I didn't say I was good at it. Can you do it, Pat? No, but the first part was fantastic. <laughs> Be bloody marvellous. That's it, yeah. Kicking a boat, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Be nice, that. That's gone a bit West Country. Um, never mind. I don't live in England. That's my excuse. Ten years of rounding off and not being and not understanding the nation and uh, neighbouring nations' accents. Anyway, that's that. France scored five and brutally extinguished the Iceland fairy tale and set up an intriguing Euro 2016 semi-final against world champions Germany in Marseille on Thursday. That is. So if you're on the lookout for a uh, if you're on the lookout for a small country in Northern Europe to support now, Iceland's gone. I suppose you can have Wales. But if you really want to keep it more Nordic, then um, you're going to have to look to a whole different event, and that's the wife-carrying competition. Yes, indeed, fin Finland's uh, well-known wife-carrying competition was today. Uh, so I don't know who you were gunning for there. But I found out today that wife-carrying competition in Finland is usually won by an Estonian. In fact, it's been won more often by an Estonian than a Finn, which has to be annoying. There is nothing worse than inventing a sport and finding out that the rest of the world is better at it than you. And you can take my word for that. 
1966, the last time England won the World Cup. 50 years ago. I'm starting to think we might be a bit crap. I'm starting to think that when Iceland beat us. Iceland beat England. Oh, I saw that this week. I was nearly shedding a tear. Uh, anyway, if you fancy a bit of wife carrying, it's a competition that requires strength, skill and a very understanding wife, I would, I would imagine. The World Wife Carrying Championships took place today in Finland. There's several types of carrying which you can do. There's the piggyback, the fireman's carry, which is over the shoulder, or the Estonian style, where is, uh, it's most popular, and I would say definitely the most entertaining, is where the wife hangs upside down with her legs around the husband's shoulders, holding onto his waist. Looks a bit. I'm just saying, you know, when you first see it, you're like, oh, she, oh, I thought she was, oh, they're just having fun. Um, the wife carrying world championships are held annually in Finland. They've been going since 1992. And uh, it's a good way to keep an eye on your wife's weight without getting slapped for the month leading up to it, at least. In some ways, it's, uh, it's actually quite beneficial, though, if she is a bit porky, because the prize for the winner of the wife competition, wife carrying competition, is your wife's weight in beer. Nice touch. Uh, the length of the official track, in case you're thinking of taking part, is about 250 metres. The track has two dry obstacles and a water obstacle. One is a metre deep, so you have to make sure you don't accidentally drown your wife. It depends how well you get on with your wife, I suppose. Again... How does it work? I've, I've got the rule sheet here. Um, she may be carried in any way. However, one of the rules is she has to be over 17 years of age. Surely that's just good advice for a wife. Never mind wife carrying. Uh, all participants must enjoy themselves. That's actually on the rule sheet. <laughs> so I assume if she says, oh, forget it, stop it, you have to stop. Because otherwise you are putting her through some punishment. And uh, the only equipment allowed is a belt worn by the carrier and a helmet worn by the carried. And I don't know, I looked through the rules, because, you, know, uh, you know me, it's Pride Day, I always have one for equality. I wanted to check if it was all right for the wife to carry the husband, and it is. But it, uh, even though it's been done, no one's ever won that way. And I think that might stay that way for a little while. Uh, so we do a quick break because we've got to get these things out of the way. We'll talk when we come back about Boris Johnson and Vladimir Putin. Don't go away. <laughs> Although you must be tempted hearing those names. You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Some of those ads are really funny. And not for the, not for the reason that they're supposed to be. There was an ad there for a company that has, uh, I can't remember what they're called. Why buy a mattress anywhere else? Why have a rhetorical question as your slogan? Um, sleep country. There was an ad for them. And she started by saying, hey, tossers and turners. Yeah, that wouldn't work very well in anywhere in the United Kingdom, Australia or New Zealand. <laughs> and there's Aussies listening to this going, oh, that's gold. Hey, tossers. Yeah. That means something else. Uh, <laughs> you should, I, one of the benefits of working with you, Pat, is I can never hear you laugh, but I can see you. Can you put your mic on? <laughs> it's so funny just looking through the glass and <laughs> seeing your lovely big teeth. 
Oh, lovely gnashers. Right, let's move on. As always, you know, the worst thing about this show is the funniest bits are the unplanned bits. What does that say about my comedy writing? Wrong job. Oh, by the way, that was rhetorical before the evil texts come in on 71010. Now you be nice. It's an inclusive day. Hmm? Um, a luxury smartphone company has apologised for digitally altering images of a German rock star. What did they do? They made it appear that he was wearing a Vladimir Putin T-shirt. So this is uh, a company called Caviar, which makes Putin-inspired phones. I don't know really what that means. Are they on horseback, naked? Do they have no sense of humour? I don't know what a Putin-inspired phone would be. Is it dangerously close to a World War Three? Does it sometimes flippantly involve itself in already complex wars in Syria? I'm not sure what a Putin-inspired phone does, but nonetheless, um, Caviar is a company that makes them. Now, it's in hot water over a press release, most of which turned out to be false, right? It includes images of a guy called Till Lindemann, and he's the front man of a metal band, really big one in Germany, called Rammstein. You've probably heard of them. They sound a bit like this. Yeah. Sort of thing you'd like to, um, you know, introduce children to, really. If you've got a young one. Sort of very nursery rhyme-esque, isn't it? Actually, you know what? It's never occurred to me what he's actually saying. I think Celine Dion. And I'm back in the room. Anyway, uh, includes images of this dude, right? Till Lindemann. And as I said, he's the front man of that band, right? Who are pretty rocking. And he's apparently clad in a black shirt, plastered with Putin's face. And he's giving a thumbs up to the camera while holding one of the company's phones. It also featured several quotes arbitrated to the musician, who reportedly said he liked Mr. Putin because he's a serious leader, not a puppet, unlike the others. And the political attacks on Russia are unfair. Uh, the remarks were circulated around all Russian news outlets until, of course, it turned out that they're completely and utterly untrue. Mr. Lindemann says he never put on a Putin shirt, doesn't own one, wouldn't own one, and he never made any of those comments. He told the German newspaper the only comment he's ever made uh, to the, in, when he was gigging in Moscow was, uh, Moscow is an excellent city. That's the only thing, it's the only sort of slight Russian reference he's ever made. Certainly not worn a Putin T-shirt. Uh, the phone company has now admitted that the images were photoshopped and the Rockstar's comments were recorded inaccurately. A statement on the company's website says... Uh, <laughs> It, by the way, it includes undoctored images. It says the photos were altered by a designer as a joke for its internal use and then accidentally included in a press release. And they don't know where the comments came from about him supporting Putin. Can you smell bull excrement? Because I can. Uh, and then they gave me a little dig. They said, henceforth, we'll be carefully uh, choosing our celebrities from now on and make sure they're interested in cooperating. Right then, I was going to talk about Boris Johnson, but it's kind of boring uh, because it's all Brexit stuff and I did far too much on it. Uh, so I think we'll come back with Amanda Capito and I want to get back into the depths of this parade that happened today and what happened. So we'll be back in a minute with the news junkie that is Amanda Capito. This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. 
on many things, she has views. Some call her the queen of news. It's Amanda Capito. Hi. Hello, mate. Uh, welcome back. I know you're in Ottawa for the weekend, and those that are listening abroad may not know that it's the 149th Canada Day this weekend, or it was. Yes. And uh, you were out celebrating in the nation's capital. That's right. They're already promoting next year, by the way. Well, it's a biggie. It's it the is. Big 150. I and know. They've got a little train line all built for it, hopefully, by yeah. then. Yeah. It's, it's going to be exciting. But this year was exciting as well. Tons of people. I think they said 40,000 people were out and about. Mm. Which, and actually, interestingly enough, I found it to be very tame. Compared to Toronto crowds. Welcome to Ottawa. <laughs> it, it was so many people, yet everyone was just so calm and polite and nice and quiet. Yeah. No one was screaming. I'm like, where are the screams? Where are the cheers? Oh, you can't. <laughs> you can't a, in Ottawa. Behind every wall, there's a thumb policeman. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of security, actually. And they had, um, like, on Parliament Hill was a big party. Yeah. But they were actually frisking and checking every single person that walked through. Really? Oh, that's new. And, and well... Uh, the prime minister was there, so mm. maybe that's because that's why. But it was uh, so I didn't even bother. Like the lineup was so long to get in. Of course, so. yeah. Um, it's busy at the best of times. Did you yeah. just hang around the Bywood Market and have a few beers? Yeah, I did. And we like ha- we hung around the uh, Parliament buildings, kind of peered in. They had some free concerts, and then do you know who was on stage? Metric was there. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then they had um, Cardinal Fischel was the MC. Mm-hmm. So it who's was they, fine. Who are they going to wheel out for the one five zero? Surely Brian Adams. Yeah, or like Drake. Oh, actually, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I've got a bit old school. <laughs> Let me get in touch with my roots. Where to, mother? Um, I don't know. Yeah, who else? Maybe Celine. Bring her back. That'd be nice. Would it though? Would it be nice well, to hear Celine Dion? She's our queen. She's our, <laughs> she's <the> queen, isn't <laughs> she? I thought we shared one. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, she's she is. She's a good singer. She's fantastic. I just wish she was a bit more upbeat. More upbeat? No, what, no. Do you, you want her to be prancing around in bikinis? Or what, do you, what does that even mean? She just needs to take a leaf out of Shania Twain's book. You know? <laughs> a little bit more jizz. You know? And a little bit less tearjerker. <laughs> well. But how different. the hell can I talk? First of all, I'm not a music producer. And secondly, I haven't sold one album. Never mind the probably <laughs> near billion that she sold. Yeah. So, so good for you, Celine. Bless you. Um, well, I'm glad you had a good time. I DJ'd a wedding. Um, last night. And was it good? It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Everyone was good. Kid tripped over the microphone at one point, fell on her face, started crying. But uh, oh, luckily I, I wasn't holding it, so I didn't feel too guilty. <laughs> um, no, was, no major calamities, really. Was the theme red and white? No, actually, weirdly, it was green because that's the bride's favourite colour. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. But it was, um, it wasn't Canada Day yesterday, was it? No. Well, no, but it's Canada Day weekend. Yeah. And Pride weekend. Yeah, it should have been rainbow theme. I suppose so, yeah. <laughs> so, Pride happened today. Let's talk about that, actually. Because yeah. um, you probably are aware by now, because you're such a news junkie, but it was disrupted for about 30 minutes yes. by the Black Lives Matter campaign. Yes. Now, unless I've been slightly living on a different planet, I don't remember black people being excluded from Pride previously. So, what was their beef? Well... See that no, so it wasn't exact. It wasn't against pride. No, I should. I I was deliberately foolish there. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but I so I know they have, they have their their list of requests that they're still trying to push forward. Specifically, I obviously wasn't there today, so I wasn't um, present to the chance. But I know that they had a big truck and they did hold up. And people and what I found the most disturbing was that this is a celebratory event that was happening, and they were using it to, you know, get more attention to their list of demands. 
And I just... Uh, the list of demands, by the way, were such things as next year they don't want the police to have a float because they view the police aren't particularly favourable with the black community, which I slightly object to that because surely there's gay policemen and they've got a right to have a float. Yeah. In the sense, I mean, Fido's got a float and they're a phone company. I know. This is why this is where it gets all mucky. Like I, It does. Yeah. And also, you're interrupting one celebration of a previously and sometimes still marginalised group. Exactly. To protest about your group, which is marginalised, a marginalised group. Is that the right place to do it? Because I, I was thinking, I, I, mean, I don't know what they should do, but I don't think they should do that, the Black Lives Matter. For example, you could argue that, that black people aren't represented very much uh, statistically based in high-powering, high-ranking jobs, and that's a problem. So wouldn't it be more efficient to protest on Bay Street at the banks and corporations and say, look, we're not getting a, a good look in when it comes to our talent? Would that not be more fitting? They need you as their uh, campaign manager. Um, <laughs> for, there's a few problems. I'm not black, gay and barely Canadian. But, <laughs> but other than that, uh, I'd like to comment on, on all of these issues uh, because there's nothing like a Brit to stick his nose in and mess everything up. So, no, I suppose we're, I mean, I think, let's be clear that people don't misinterpret this because I don't want anyone to think, oh, these guys don't appreciate the campaign that is Black Lives Matter. They don't appreciate black lives. No, 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 no. Black Lives Movement, I understand. We've supported, we've reported on, we've, um, you know, and some of the, some of the requests to the city on a larger scale with regard to carding, like these are all important issues that need to be discussed and, you know, changes to be made great 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 we're just talking about this very isolated incident of blocking the pride parade yeah when also keep in mind you know like they're all fighting the same fight in that we don't want innocent people dying or orlando just had a shooting where you know people in a gay club were targeted so in a sense we're all you got they're all they're all in the same team here we're all trying to end needless deaths Mm. so um, in that vein, anyway, I just think this was a cel- celebratory event, one that Toronto is very much known for. Even the fact that it was over Canada Day weekend, and we had a bigger celebration around Pride in comparison to our to our nation. In right? Toronto, yeah, in Toronto, yeah, yeah there yeah. was no Canada Day. Ah, there was a few little things, stuff, but like, but it's no Ottawa in comparison. That, no, yeah. and that's why it's because I just came from Ottawa here. You know, our our city is rainbow right now. Yeah. Whereas Ottawa, it, there's the city is Canada. Like there is Canada flags up everywhere, yeah. which is nice and very, I you know, it was it was very patriotic and it was wonderful. Anyway, it's fine. I love the diversity of this nation. This is why I love Canada. But I just think when it is you know a group that is trying to celebrate and that you know it, it they've come a long way to get to this point. And then you have an interruption for political means. And we have lots of celebratory events in this city, including something like the Carabana or, you know, they've renamed it a couple times now. But um, over the long weekend where we're we're celebrating the Caribbean culture, Mm. if the Black Lives Matter movement or if the if a group of people from Pride stormed in. To stop there. Oh, that's an interesting comparison. Right. So during the Carabana... Um, or Caribbean Festival or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Which is uh, a harmonious look at the ethnic diversity of Toronto and involves music and food from various nations, particularly focused around the Caribbean. If during that, some gay dudes sat in the middle and said, hey, you guys aren't representing us enough. <sighs> Yes, yeah, I would have a problem with that too. Yes, That's, right. E- equally in reverse. Yes, yeah. and so would I. 
And even Black Lives Matter movement. I wouldn't want them stopping the Carabana festivities. Stop riding on people's parades. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your parade. You can do whatever you like whenever you need to. <laughs> it's just a shame. Anyway, um, I'm sure some would disagree, some would agree. Such is the nature of living in a modern society where you can say what you want and have free speech on the radio and I think we can all agree that that's a bloody good thing. Yay Canada. Here's one for you. Yes. A bit more questionable. Uh, Denver parents upset by Hooters sponsoring Cub Scout Camp. Interesting move by Hooters. (laughs) Why would they? (laughs) Parents in Denver are complaining after finding out their children had attended a Cub Scout Camp so far so good. Okay. That was sponsored so far so good by Hooters. Hooters, it, there's one uh, there's one near here. Yes. Which I must say, just for, from a just a journalistic point of view, I once popped in for a pint. And um, I like Hooters. You don't go there for the chicken wings, though, do you? I do go there for oh, the chicken wings. <laughs> They're delicious. <laughs> and they have. Uh, is the deal still on where they have all you can eat on Mondays? Stop advertising. I swear, I swear they're not paying me. How did this go so wrong? <laughs> they're not paying me. They're not Here's paying me. about to give them a dig. Okay, but I just want to know the strategic marketing like like brains behind this. That's what I want to know. Because the printer doesn't work. There you go. Look at that. Sorry, mate. Because that's what's interesting. I don't mind. I don't mind Hooters promoting themselves. They're said to have one of the best workplaces for for women. What? Yeah. Apparently, they treat their employees like amazing, and they get like great for as servers. They get really good. Come on. They get really good benefits. That's like that's the age old argument of. The porn industry is full of the highest paid women and uh, has the biggest percentage of women in it. No, so, okay, no, that's different. I'm saying this is, th- uh, there There are restaurants, just because it's called Hooters and everyone just has, you know, has a fight to pick with it. And there you have are, to wear a tiny pair of orange uh, shorts yeah, and have quite large breasts but in I'm, a revealing top. No, wait, two things. There are other restaurants, number one, other restaurants that make women wear even more degrading outfits. That's not my argument and that doesn't make it okay. And um, And they have women with small boobs there. I've seen. I'll have to pop in again after this. <laughs> and every day this week. And do it, do it with a compass. It's subjective. And a protractor. Big compared to what? <laughs> and measure these boob and the jugs and make sure that they're all consistent. I'm saying if, if you want to fight for women's rights in the restaurant business, then yeah. we should not be just picking on Hooters. We should be going to Jack Astor's. We should be going and go to a slew of restaurants that make women wear short things and dance on bar tops. I don't like any of them. And I actually genuinely mean that, even though I'm a red-blooded male. <laughs> Well, that was I, um, a good sound effect. Thanks, mate. That was with his mouth. Best part of the show, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, even though I'm a red-blooded male, I do think... I, 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 what annoys me, particularly as, as I've got older, is when a, a lovely little-looking thing comes along, like, I just... I don't know where to look. Because I'm getting to that age where it's a bit inappropriate to look. But I find, because I'm a red-blooded male, I can't help but look. And then, of course, on the other side of that, often... And I'm sure I'm going to get in trouble for this correlation. But really good-looking ladies don't necessarily have to have an outstandingly interesting personality. I think that's a reasonable statement. Perhaps a diluted version of what I wanted to say, but I thought you were going to attack me. Okay, I'm listening. (laughs) I'm being open. So, therefore, very often, they're really boring. I'd rather have an extraordinarily ugly fat woman serve me than an extremely attractive one that was boring, because the ugly fat one might be a bit of a giggle. Okay, well, I, first, these are just two really hypothetical extremes. There are good-looking women who are smart, and there's also ugly women who are dumb. Yeah, and what I'm saying is... what you think is ugly might be someone oh. else's beauty, so... Oh, no, don't! I will not have this. No, I'm, I'm going to put my foot down on this. No, I'm just saying... There is, if, there is an accepted beauty... 
And, you know... Is it, there, though? Absolutely. There's been scientific studies to suggest that the most attractive people have sp- almost near-perfect symmetry of their face. They don't have one eye higher than the other, one <laughs> nose, you know, a, a nostril the size of a, a black hole. You know, they are reasonable teeth. Sorry, Britain. Uh, you know, there's, <laughs> there's a, a number of... Of factors, and I, I when I say factors, I mean facts. Okay, but no, but on, for an average, for the average of what does this person think is beautiful, I think there's some people that I would even be, even just within my own experience of like, I think this man is good looking, and a of friend of mine will be like, I don't think he's that. Yeah, it's but, but just because it's subjective doesn't mean to say that there's no formula on beauty or no accepted Western value of beauty. That's to, a, a Western value of what the traditional North American thinks is beautiful. And what a North American magazine will put on the front cover. Yes. Yeah, so that's that's one thing. And by marginalizing these women and putting them in skimpy clothing, aren't you propelling them into more subjection? If you are really concerned about women being <laughs> objectified, mm-hmm. then we would have to cancel all magazines. We would have to... Like, no, it, just start hiring people that might not be the typical... Uh, view of what is good looking, which is absolutely but what Hooters do. that's every restaurant. Every restaurant yes, does that. and I've that. got a problem with every restaurant. So you don't go out to eat anymore, or what do you do? No, hang on a minute. <laughs> okay, what do you do? <laughs> it's not just Hooters, is what I'm saying. They all do it. Yeah, I've got a problem with every restaurant that okay. has a policy of hiring people because they're good looking. I was in England a couple of weeks ago, right? Yes. And we are not a particularly beautiful nation, in my opinion. We're not too bad, not too shabby. And... But every time you go into a pub, there's a person, an actual person, who's usually a bit of a laugh, right? And they might look like they've fallen off the ugly tree and hit every branch and then had a particularly <laughs> nasty landing and then been hit over the head with a shovel. But someone's gone back and done their hair. And what I'm saying is... <laughs> where is this guy? I don't know where this is going. That was an expression my friend used to say. He used to say... Um, I, I, he, goes, he goes, I've slept with some women. He goes, some of them were so ugly, they looked like they'd been hit in the face with a shovel and someone had gone the, back and done their hair. <laughs> it's a horrible it's man. horrible. It's horrible. Now, by saying that, I've contradicted the fact that You're I was You're just want... trying to distract me. Yeah. From this... What I'm saying is that in England, we don't have any restaurants like Hooters, okay? It's a very different uh, country in that sense. We don't have any hiring policies where you have to be beautiful. Yeah, but I don't think that's actually... You can't legally write that. In Ontario, that you have well, to be beautiful. They don't, no, no one's explicitly having that as a hiring policy. I, see, mm, okay. But then wasn't it true that oh, I'd have to read the latest drafts of Constitution, but I believe that Hooters used to get around that by hiring models that happened to be servers. Sure. Right. Well, I, yeah, there, I'm sure there, there's a loophole to every single thing. But yeah. in the end of the day, I don't know if you've been to this one recently. I mean, I just feel like they're just as good looking as all the other servers and all the other places that are... That are downtown doing but, but the same sort of thing. But that's not a cross-reference of the population. That's not fair. Right, they, they okay. Should be, there should be a couple of old ugly trollops in there. I Okay, I'm all for equality. And I'd be happy with that. It would be great because you'd have a right chat and banter with them. Because what I'm saying is, and I'm definitely going to get in trouble for this, but here it is. <laughs> I think that if you're not extraordinarily gorgeous, you have more chance of being a vibrant and shining and interesting personality. That's okay. Well, now you just so <laughs> happen to have them both. You oh. Lucky bitch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Yo, make me sick. I just think that no one, people shouldn't gang up on Hooters. We should gang up on the industry and try to get some more systemic change on a wider scale instead of going, Hooters, and yeah. like pointing fingers at one restaurant that does it when a ton of them do it. Well, there's one worse, actually. I got My car broke down. This is a brilliant excuse for going in the, in the, in the States once, and I went to the Twisted Kilt, which I believe the, the Twisted Kilt yes. also exists here. Yeah. They might as well have been naked. It, it, <laughs> See? it was absolutely ridiculous. I know those I kind got, of I restaurants. I didn't know where to look. I had there is a restaurant in um, in Vaughan, which is where I grew up, where they were making the girls who worked on the patio wear bikini shirts, and the girl I I had a waitress who felt so self conscious, you can tell, and she she had this like shawl thing. They were, they were like we're allowed to wear shawls as long as they're see through. Oh come on! And she had it draped over herself, like and because she just, of course she doesn't want to be like leaning over people's dishes. with all her stuff everywhere and it was and I felt so bad but you could tell this was she was totally being forced into it yeah and those are the moments and that was not a Hooters it must be awkward when you're a dad as well and she goes dad I've got a job oh brilliant you're gonna pay your own way what are you doing oh you know these boobs that I sort of won the lottery of life by having that have absolutely nothing to do with the effort that I've put into school that have had the morals that I may have built over the years your teachings these bits and bobs hanging off my chest have basically got me a job dad are you proud of because men are going to look at them every day. That's good, isn't it? And well, even kids, this was a family restaurant. There was kids there. Oh. It was during the daytime on a patio. What do you think about the kids that are getting served from? Like, it's just instilling the, the, Absolutely. the same problems over and over again. So it's just because like. You always get the magazines still get all that, don't they? Oh, if it wasn't for glossy magazines right. with skinny people. It's happening in the restaurant in, your, in, in suburbia next to your house. Yes, yeah, so it's a widespread issue. So I think you should open up a restaurant business yes. and then set new standards mm-hmm. and then hopefully take out all the competitors and then have a purely equal, a, like, equal hiring process where yes. you hire the ugly people and the beautiful people. No, no, no beautiful people oh, allowed. Only I'm going too far. Oh, okay. I'm going to call it um, Uglies. Right? It's going to be called Uglies. The logo is going to be this wonky-toothed woman okay. with one eye, horrific symmetry. And she's going to have a limp. And she's also going to have a, a septic hand just to really, you know, really rub it. Actually, I'm not selling it very well, am I? Oh, I don't know. Uh, this has been one of the most long bits we've done. I think and we covered some good material. Is I don't know how to get out of it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just go through conclusions of what we should do. Okay. In, in Amanda and Vinny's wonky <laughs> idea of the world. <laughs> First of all, stop raining on people's parades. Yeah. Right? I don't care what your values are. Yeah. Have your own parade if you need one. And do your own protest. Agreed with that? Agreed. Okay. Secondly, pride. Good on you. Well done. Great that the uh, PM was there and I'm glad it went well. Yes. Well, well done you. Uh, Ottawa, Canada Day. That was a good crack. You enjoyed yourself. Yes. Uh, peculiarly subdued town for such an enormous inswell of people, but welcome to... My, I, I lived there for six years. <laughs> Try going there in November at, at nine o'clock on a Wednesday. Oh, good luck. No. Uh, <laughs> this is as crazy as it got, and it's not that crazy. Okay, so the request is Ottawa. Please just step it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Ottawa, please. step it up. So, <laughs> just a little bit. Don't rain on people's parades. Well done, Pride. Um, Ottawa, step it up a bit. And uh, finally... All you restaurant managers that hire only attractive people, how do you sleep at night? You sicken me. Unless you're Amanda, who thinks it's sort of all right, but she'd like to see it a little bit more uniform with ugly and attractive people, whatever they might Just be. Just don't gang up on Hooters. That's my, that's my request. Yeah. All right. Good. I think that's it. I think we've solved the world's issues for this week. Anything? Uh, oh, hang on. Just a couple of notes just come in. Uh, Brexit's a nightmare. Donald Trump's a nutter. And... <laughs> 
Putin's probably going to start World War Three. We'll deal with them next week. Because, you know, you can't fix everything. No, no. Next right, week, yeah. next week. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Thanks. You're tuned in to The Vinny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. It's time for some shameless plugging. First of all, would you like a podcast of this show? Yes. As if once wasn't bad enough, now you can download it and listen to it over and over again until you go completely and utterly psychotic. Feel free to download it at vinnywhite.co.uk if you're suffering extreme boredom. Didn't sell it that well, did I? vinnywhite.co.uk or you can go to newstalk1010.com and click on my face. So that's that. And then also, do you want to get involved, Pat? It's that time of the week again, buddy. Let's, let's pretend we've never done it before. Do you want to mix it up? Do you want to be me and I'll be you? I just feel like we should... Or do you want to do it in a different accent? I don't know. I wouldn't know how to do it any other way. Okay. Do you... Can you do any other accents? No. Okay. Well, you name me an accent and I'll do it in that accent. Um, Take your pick. I don't know. Which ones do you do best? Whatever one you think is going to make me laugh. There's a lot of Scottish people at a wedding. Scotland's good. Yeah. There's a lot of Scottish people at a wedding last night, so... And I, I, hopefully, by osmosis, took some in. I'd like to know where I can get a bloody great picture of me looking fantastic where I'm a kilt of me sporing on canvas. Do you know a place? Well, I might know a place, but are you interested in a discount or if you pick up uh, in person? I'd love that. I uh, go downtown to Toronto on a regular basis. Well, then the place you're looking for is MrPhotoCanvas.com. Uh, Mr. Who? MrPhotoCanvas.com. So what, like, if I got a picture of me looking all nice with me wife, could I get that blown up in canvas and stick it on me wee wall? You sure could, and it would look fantastic. And you make sure it's looking absolutely uh, perfect by picking up in person. All right, so do I have to pay before I go down there? Because I want to make sure it's nice. I don't want to pay for it online if I don't have to. No, you'll pay for it when you pick up your uh, enlarged prints. Oh, that's grand. So if I want to email a photo over to get the whole process started, where would I send that email? MrPhotoCanvas.com Well, that's grand, that. I enjoyed that. I like that too. Thanks, mate. Uh, one of these days, I think people might learn that that's my business. But till then, let's keep it under wraps. Um, what have we got going on? Well, hairpiece and professional word user Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton are two of the least popular major party presidential candidates in history. And now it's official. How do we know? Because there's a... Uh, There's a new poll that's been done by the Public Policy Polling in the USA, and it's released a new poll. It asked nearly a 1,000 respondents whether they'd vote for Clinton, Trump, or a giant meteor that would crash into the Earth and wipe out the entire planet. And here's how it's stacked up. Uh, 13% of people picked the meteor, (laughs) which I think is a fantastic reflection of the two-party system and American politics in general. Uh, The media has far more support than the third-party candidates actually on the ballot, with Clinton at 43%, Trump at 38%, and the media, as I said, is hanging on with 13%. So there you are. Um, Without the media in the mix, by the way, the uh, public policy polling found that Clinton garnered about 48% of the vote, while Trump Trump garnered 44%. 
which uh, are worryingly close to the statistics that were released on the view of what would happen at the Brexit outcome. Uh, and they got that very wrong. So good luck with that. Uh, interestingly, if President Barack Obama were running for a third term, the PPP found that he'd crushed Trump 52% to 43%. So, bit of a shame they can't do. <laughs> bit of a shame they can't do three terms. I'm not saying that Obama got everything right, but um, you know, I've looked at the alternatives, and frankly, I'm petrified. Didn't do a very good job on closing Guantanamo, though, Obama. And uh, whilst it's not funny, can I just say, can we sort that out? because that really should be sorted. You know that whole thing in the Middle East where everyone hates you, America? Yeah, Guantanamo's not helping. It's definitely not helping. Also, it's really expensive. And last time I checked, it's in Cuba. So you've got quite a big country. Is there any chance you could lock people up in that? You're already doing a cracking job with 1% of the population incarcerated, so I think the answer's yes. Oh, what a little cheeky little rant uh, at the end. Who knew I had it in me? Obviously, I, there's a little Jerry Agar tucked away in a Vinnie White right here. Uh, for Jerry Agar and all the lads, do tune in tomorrow. And for me, uh, if you want to tune in, I'll also be on with John Moore, as I am every Tuesday morning about 8.45. Gets me out of bed. And, of course, I'll be back here in my pole position as the Vinnie White show returns 9 o'clock next week. Thank you very much for listening. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. Cheers, Pat. Bye-bye. <laughs>